0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta. Online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Jeff Shackelford is an author. He is a golf course designer and the owner of the winner of the Kentucky Derby. Well, one of the owners. It's a a pleasure to welcome Jeff Shackelford back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing
1: well, John, and you?
0: I'm fine. All right, now tell me about this. Just, you know, Reader's Digest version. Um, you you are, maybe partial owner isn't even fair. You have <laughs>
1: Micro-shareholder, I gotta, believe, gotta, is the...
0: <laughs> what piece of the horse do you have?
1: It, there's two hairs on the mane, uh that I believe... No, actually four, because I have four shares and my mom had one. Huh. And there's 4,600 others of us who own this... Uh, portion of Authentic, who who won the uh, Kentucky Derby on Saturday, and it was a fun thing, and it's it's kind of the future of horse racing. They're trying to do some things that mimic what the, maybe look like the Green Bay Packers do, or other kinds of, of syndicate things, just to get more people in the game. The, uh, the main owner of the horse did that. He's a long-time... Uh, supporter of the industry, never won the Derby, so it was exciting for him. And he allowed the horse to wear the colors of this uh, thing called My Race Horse, which is uh, which is a group and pretty cool. Of them. So, so, so how did? Neat. And there's some very f- interesting people as part of the the group: uh, Walker Beeler, the Dodgers, Bodie Miller, the Olympian, on and on. And your mom? And my mom.
0: How did you find out about this? How did you get it? How did you? Um,
1: you know, I follow the, the horse racing, and they they. Um, uh, have been sort of building this, and with a lot of different horses, and then, then somewhere along the line here, not uh, not too long ago, they got a portion of Authentic, and I had seen the horse race twice here in uh, Southern California, and my mom mentioned it. I went, eh, you know, I don't know, and then he worked out the week before uh, the Derby. I saw it on. TVG and I went. Okay, yeah, that was incredible. He's he's got a chance. So, 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 how often in your life do you get to be part of a Kentucky Derby no, winner? Never. Now, did, and we get to retain some uh, back end profits on the whole stud fee part, which is where we might get our which money. Which is back. which is
0: where you've always made your money.
1: Oh, of course, of course, stud John. fees. That's,
0: stud that's fees. why I just blog for fun. <laughs> did so? Did you? Uh, we'll get to golf in a second. Did yeah. mom, did mom get you involved, or did you get mom involved?
1: No, she, she brought it up, and uh, I first said no, and like I said, I saw the, the way he worked out, and Bob Baffert, the legendary trainer, when he calls the workout exceptional, and I have the horse, I can't do any better than this, uh, I've followed the game not as long as a lot of people, but long enough to know uh, Bob doesn't say things like that very often, and um so uh it was yeah it was her idea and I I went along and and glad I did and I'm sure my neighbors all thought I was insane on Saturday as uh as they, they uh, headed down the home stretch.
0: So who do you have in the 5th at Santa Anita?
1: <laughs> ah, we're off for a few days here okay. but uh there's some virtual horse races I'm looking at tomorrow. Okay. Oh, uh so that's when you've hit rock bottom John when you start betting on the dogs or the or the virtual horse races which I've seen in person going over to the British Open it's not pretty.
0: <laughs> All right, well let's talk golf. Um uh, give me some of your thoughts regarding the Open next week at Wingfoot. Do you care about how the field got assembled?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not ideal, you know. We've gotten so I don't know spoiled is a word but it's just become so fun the US Open being this democratic event with with the the qualifying the local and then the sectional and the stories you get and the and the atmosphere that brings when you're actually at the tournament so of course this year no fans uh family would be limited so all that's kind of kind of wiped out and so I uh will miss that but I understand why they did what they did I still Think they could have done a sectional qualifying of some kind, but they felt like that wasn't the case. So that said, I, I don't think it 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 lessens the tournament, uh, but I do think uh, there's a discussion that needs to be had now about uh, not to not to just dig up the old. Uh, headaches, but the uh, Ben Hogan, you know, won a Hail America that was played in similar kinds of circumstances, but they took the name U.S. Open off, and it was uh, an invitational, and uh, this that one had a charitable component. This one does not. So I, uh, I kind of think Ben Hogan now uh, should have another U.S. Open counted based on the way this one's being right, played, so know, but uh, I doubt you want to go down that road.
0: Yeah, we're putting you in that camp now, are we? All right.
1: I've always been in the uh, – Dan Jenkins, uh, as you know, was yes. a big believer in this and made a phenomenal case for it. And, um, and now when you add this one on the list of – because it's called the U.S. Open, and it's not open this year. <laughs> so that doesn't mean I don't think it's going to be great, and they have an excellent field and did the best they could. But that kind of make you want to revisit a little bit of history.
0: We're talking with Jeff Shackelford here on the Augusta Golf Show. Um, I don't know how often you've talked to Gil Hance in the last year or two. What, what did Gil do to the golf course? Do you know?
1: Yeah, it's a, a restoration. And um, that means mostly in the case of Wingfoot, uh, putting back bunkers where the lips had built up too high and bringing them down or, or modifying them, getting some shape back. But then the real standout at Winkfoot is always the greens. It's not the most thrilling golf course to Green. It's probably a little bit excuse me tee to fringe. It's a little overrated probably and, and in terms of television it's not exactly uh, Pebble Beach or Pinehurst or some or Oakmont. Uh, But the greens are amazing, and they restored them to the point where you get all these new hole locations and new looks, and the shapes of them are really interesting, and and that's what it's always been about at Wingfoot. So um, the reviews have been super. uh, Obviously, they are preparing for a very tough setup to maintain sort of the history of Wingfoot. I have a few concerns about some of the things I've read there. I hope they don't go too far. But all in all, I think it should be uh, sensational. And, I, and also, they have uh, fewer trees, either because of storms, disease, or just uh, some removal. The place had gotten pretty crazy with trees
0: over the years. Yeah. Um, you and I are old enough to remember uh, Jordan Spieth putting his way to a U.S. Open championship. Do, can you see not the longest players in the field winning next week?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I could also see not the most experienced players. You know, that was kind of the takeaway being at Harding Park. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be there and to see it, and it, it felt like a college tournament. And so those players who were kind of fresh out of school, I think, were more comfortable in that situation. And when you look at Wingfoot and the setup, um, it's obviously a much more complicated course around the greens than Harding Park so it is going to reward somebody who's got a great short game but ultimately yeah I think it's going to be about hitting a lot of fairways I hope it's not you know there was a little Twitter discussion last night with Aaron Oberholzer who played there in 2006 and I was trying to ask him you know is there a point where the skill doesn't matter because the course is so hard and so relentless and we start seeing players steer the ball and just kind of they lose their game in a a relentless open like that and at what point does it become sort of a battle of attrition as opposed to one of a test of skill and that's so that's the thing i'm always kind of looking for and seeing if they find that that balance
0: speaking of them and that balance um earlier this week the usga had a big announcement about pinehurst um golf house pinehurst and moving some of their operations there uh what do you think of that
1: it's a shocker uh, yeah. i did not see that one coming uh i don't think anybody did they kept it pretty quiet obviously I, I on the positive side i love that pinehurst will get more u.s opens i hope it's a better spectator experience in the future than it was the last time which was my first open there uh people did not have a great time it was dusty and they were way way very far away from the action so i hope they improve that and with this investment of of securing multiple opens there i'm sure they'll come up with a good plan and that's great um but uh yeah in the museum being in the village of pinehurst or having components of the museum's awesome it's just a perfect fit there uh so i think all those things are good otherwise i don't really quite know uh what else it is or what it entails uh, other than a lot of staff members, now will get to play golf uh, year round there.
0: Huh. Uh, <laughs> I love that. All right, it's a it's a folly. I get that, but but now you're being a Kentucky Derby winner, you can do this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> give me give me a dark horse U.S. Open winner, and it hmm, a dark
1: horse winner. Well uh he's been playing unbelievable golf and to back up my my theory uh that without crowds it, it's a more comfortable environment for a young player uh Scotty Scheffler i mean i don't even know if it's calling him a dark horse the way he's been playing i think he's just moved up into the top 30 in the world i'm sure most average golf fans wouldn't have a clue who he is but for those who follow the game closely it's been a quick quick rise uh I, I'm, I'm. I mean, I got to see him play in the Walker Cup here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's he's a great player, but I'm I'm really impressed with how he's gone to a whole other uh, level. So he would be the one I would say, just based on form, on uh, kind of career ability to play a lot of different courses. If he's hitting the ball well, he's gonna be he's gonna be up there. I think
0: he is Jeff Shackelford now, uh, a Kentucky Derby winner.
1: Thank you, John. I appreciate you respecting the the new uh, addition to my my list of,
0: uh, my very short list of accomplishments in life. (laughs) Jeff, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Anytime.